Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, well, here we are at Maple Street Studios. Lovely studios, as I say, uh, for, for Under the Radar. Paul Tonkinson's back in. Uh, and then uh, I like the, uh, the the special guests who introduced themselves. So, Romish, <laughs> if, if you could just explain yourself in maybe 7,000 words. Um... Uh, uh, I'm Ramesh Ranganathan, and I'm a comedian, and just repeat 6,000 and something times. No, that's all you need to know, isn't it? Yeah. Well, hopefully, Ramesh, hopefully Ramesh we're going to get a little bit more. No, that's know. all I've got, mate. I mean, there's no <coughs> chance he's going to be able to explain himself, is he? I mean, that is a mystery that the rest... I mean, you know... Yeah, you just sure look at it. That's an enigma that's been yeah, troubling the world of comedy yeah, you for a while now. Explain that. That can't That's going to take time to bed in. Is yeah, like, I, I need to, to unpack to... that and then repack <laughs> yeah. it. I uh, I quit comedy for seven years, so I'd be an enigma. Nobody knows. <laughs> Mate, you never quit nobody comedy. Nobody knows. You're the living embodiment of comedy. You never quit it. You, um, you know, look, uh, look. It's, uh, also, later on, uh, we have uh, a travel expert in Simon Larson. He's coming in to tell us uh, where we're the most dangerous places in the world to visit. You've been travelling a lot, Paul, lately. I travel. I've been travelling a fair bit. Because you have life. your holidays, and then you've been playing these weird gigs, like I'm, mega stadiums. I've done. Yeah, I've been doing. But they weren't particularly dangerous. They were. They were, they, they were, they were quite two safe. questions. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, South Africa is pretty dangerous. South Africa it? is is pretty dangerous. Yeah, but but. Um, but we didn't really wander out. We ha- actually had a. Uh, you, didn't, you didn't play the townships. No, we didn't. We didn't do the townships. We were, we wanted to do house yeah. gigs, but they wouldn't let us. They wanted okay. to just wander off into the townships. Michael McIntyre loves that. He loves the townships. Um, uh, but we we actually had an armed guard. I went I went touring with with, with Michael McIntyre last year um, uh, re- doing these huge arena shows. It was fantastic. It was amazing. Um, and we went to South Africa and we did Cape Town and Johannesburg. And we had a, but we had a lot. La- we had an armed guard with us constantly. This this what, massive in, bloke from in your the, room in the hotel. He was in the hotel. He wasn't in our room, but he was in the hotel when we were there. And the minute we left the hotel, he was right next to us. This huge bloke from Lincoln who <laughs> <laughs> was packing heat right. as he showed us initially when, when we met. He you didn't bring him over this, with you, though? This weapon. No, we met him there. He, that had been arranged. And he's from Lincoln? He's from Lincoln, but he works in South Africa. Did he have to follow you everywhere, like if you went to the toilet or something? Well, well he, I think it fairly quickly became obvious that he was giving Michael a lot more attention than me. Oh, um, awful, if anything, he was. Um, I don't think he'd have taken a bullet for me. For Mike, if you're right, in the, for me, you know, did, did you he, put, he rarely, rarely <laughs> noticed me. To, yeah, put yourself in situations of danger just to see what he no, did. No, he was. No. Uh, he, he, he was funny. He was massive. He was very much looking forward to the Nelson Mandela funeral. Just was, like before he died. Yeah, because he was going to get a lot of work for that. The whole security community were really, really looking forward to he, that. He got a tip off of how funny the sign language guy would yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for that to like, hit the TV. That, that, that great, sign language guy. Classic. But how did he get through security? That, that's what baffles me. <laughs> well, this is a bloke from Lincoln. Yeah. That, yeah. that guy from Lincoln, obviously. Just he really wasn't that sharp, but I mean, you know, he was, he was good, good with a gun. Because, Ronald, you've done some big gigs. Actually, I saw you support uh, Bill Burr. Oh, yeah. How was that gig for you? It looked like it was a hard gig. Yeah, did you see? Because one of them was really hard and, and like two of them were nice the f- no you went well but i just well felt- actually that the, i did the, i did two on the saturday night and the first one they said to me you're going to do your own off-stage announcement which is fine i sort of expected it but what happened was it's like when i went 
on the mic, ladies and gentlemen, the whole crowd went mental, and I just thought, oh, God. You put on a big American accent. <laughs> where was it at? Where, where was it at? Uh, the Forum. Right, Which is okay. a bit of a weird venue, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know if they've... I don't, I don't even know if they've had... Uh, do they do comedy no, there? I don't think don't. so. I, I think they just there was just some connection with the promoters or something, and they decided to put it on there. It is a weird venue. It was a weird room to play, and obviously, like, for the first two minutes or whatever, people just didn't... I might as well have been... Radio interference. Did you get nervous for that kind of gig? I mean, I'm a big Burr fan, so obviously that's a bit nerve wracking. But obviously, the reality is, is he he's not listening. He's yeah. he's up like just he get, he's getting his little, stuff together. Yeah, he'd see my stuff. Like he'd see my stuff before, but he didn't watch. He didn't watch it. Uh, like, didn't watch it on the night, but in, in your head, it's so weird. It's how self-involved I am. I'm sort of standing there. I know that. Hang Bill... on, a comic self-involved. <laughs> what is wrong with you? But I, I know that Bill Burr's upstairs in the dressing room. He doesn't care. But every time a joke didn't land the way I wanted to, I was like, oh my god, Bill Burr seen that. <laughs> Bill Burr seen that. I wonder what Bill Burr's going to say about that. It's horrible. But horrible did, internal monologue. But did you hang out with him though? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a very cool. And guy. still, he like. I think that's a bit cheeky. Not going to see you at least one night. Yeah, but I mean, I guess it's like... I'm surprised he didn't have a look just to see how you're going just to check the crowd. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe he did, but he didn't mention it. You know, he... Every too time, embarrassed. Yeah. Obviously, it was too just, embarrassed to bring up. Yeah, maybe he just thought it's probably <laughs> better for, for the purposes of our conversation. <laughs> Pretend that didn't If happen. I just don't talk about how your set went. <laughs> and so, like, so, have you been anywhere dangerous so we can ask uh, Simon about this later on? Uh, um... Not for gigs, no. Just in general, no. I mean, I went, I went, I mean, originally Sri Lanka. I went to, you know, I went to Sri Lanka with my family, and that was quite. You, you sort of get in the train. There's just people with machine, like military people with machine guns and stuff like that. And I can top you. Can you? Mm. Well, I didn't. I mean, I was just. You asked me the question. I'm just opening oh, yeah. up with a story. I didn't realise it's some sort of competition. I just thought we were just having. It's, it's, right. it's all about the competition. Oh, okay, sorry. Right, okay. Right. That's my catchphrase. I can top you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm only saying it because I was in Sri Lanka when the uh, tsunami. Oh wow! Yeah. Right, so machine guns and water. Uh, there was a lot of mayhem, but we ended up in the capital uh, helping raise money for the uh, Tamils. Did you? Yeah. How did you? How were you raising money? A guy from Lincoln uh, came up. No, <laughs> well, Africa. basically we were like because uh, they had to get us away from because uh, I was in Gaul where it really hit bad. Yeah, and so we were stuck in the capital. You know, obviously we couldn't get out of the country because you know they were trying to get all the sick people out. And uh, I just bumped into these two guys, Sri Lankan guys from Hounslow, right. who were really nice guys. Yeah, and they were telling me the whole situation about how the Tamils are shot on. Yeah, uh, in the country, and he says so. They they were going around to local uh, Tamil businessmen to raise money to get tents and stuff to go up north. Right. And so I ended up hanging out with them for the day. Uh, weirdly, with a lo- they, for some reason they said, you carry the money, and I didn't understand that, but I did this big satchel full of uh, great. currency. That's fantastic. But it felt nice doing things. Yeah. But weirdly, when you're talking about that uh, sign language guy getting into uh, the Mandela thing, I, I blagged my way into the British embassy and spoke to the British ambassador, because I went down to the Red Cross, and they said, look, the problem is... Uh, the stuff's coming at the airport, but there's a load of red tape, so none of the stuff, none of the food's getting through. And I, obviously I was a bit pissed, but I demanded... <laughs> that's great. I demanded, that's fantastic. I demanded to see the British ambassador. And, like, Not through sign language, though. Yeah, well, it was a bit. Right, okay. But, um, but and I think, like, I got through all the kind of, uh, his kind of minions, but then when I got into the room, he was going... <laughs> How did you get in here? And I go, I demand less red tape at the airport. And he says, By the way, are you actually even English? No, I'm Irish. What's your problem? 
So that's my. Uh, that's just give you a well, you did you top, go man. for it. Yeah, that sounds. So, but, so, have you spent much time in Sri Lanka then? Not really. Like I, I went. I haven't been for years and years, and that my mum sort of got all of my family. All of my my dad's got like eight brothers. They all ended up sort of fleeing the country. They've got more family in Canada now than I have in Sri Lanka. And now my my mum is just massively paranoid about me going back because having a Tamil surname, she thinks I'll get into all sorts of trouble. She's she's like she really gets worried about it. Like I talked about it. I talk about being Tamil in my. I talked about being Tamil in my show. And as soon as my mum found out about it, she started just going, oh, Ramesh, you're going to get yourself killed, don't mention it on stage. I was just getting really worried about it. What, are the comedy store people going, Yeah, exactly, yeah. I'm, just, I'm not taking yeah. that Tamil stuff. I've heard, yeah. I've heard there's some geezers doing jokes about being Tamil, man. Let's get down a store and <laughs> yeah. but, end him. But isn't it weird, because, like, like, I think now a lot of people, because of those documentaries and stuff, they know yeah. about what was happening in uh, there. But at the same time, in, it's the capital's Columbus, is it? Colombo. Yeah, Colombo. It, he's the detective, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. But but there's no problem there. They, there's, yeah, they no. mix. No problem. It's just uh, up the north. I know. But that's a bit odd, isn't it? That there's a place where they just actually hang out. And... Yeah, it's weird. And like sometimes you sort of you, you sort of feel you know obviously uh, over here you get into a situation where you sort of forget about it. And you know I've got you know one of my cousins is married is, is married to a Sinhalese guy, and and it, there's you know there just doesn't seem to be any issues outside of this sort of of this area where those things become massively important and just I don't you know it's just a it's just a weird situation but it has kicked off here like a couple of times like, I don't know if you saw it, the cricket uh when Sri Lanka were over like so there was some Tamil there was like a couple of Tamil protests and then the Sri Lanka the single Sri Lanka fans just started attacking really? them and stuff like that. yeah it does like kick off every now and again so like you sort of don't know you don't know where you stand. You know, like, even <clears throat> my mum started getting worried about my brother. Your mum seems to worry about everything. To be, I don't know. She's her, a real. She yeah, yeah, she like is. It. She should be worried. Yeah, she, she should be worried. She doesn't. She never worried about. She never worried about sort of feeding us or clothing. So it's just this bloody Tamil situation <laughs> that she just couldn't get off her mind. Do you know what I mean? Can but, we have our tea? No. <laughs> look, let's talk <laughs> about the Tamil situation. Tamils running yeah. around. But um, so, but you were born in, in England, though. Yeah? yeah. So, but you consider yourself English or like I, I consider myself English. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm proud of like. Your Gosh, my her- my, I'm proud of my heritage, guys. I don't want to be accused of being a coconut. Um, but I, I do consider myself English. Yeah. I'm proud of my Tamil heritage as well. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going about it. It's just one of the things I carry. There was yeah. a big community up north. Yeah, massive. The Tamils up in Scarborough. Huge. Yeah. A bit of a fringe group. I'm glad you don't bang on about it in your stand up no, as well. Because some comedians would be tempted just to just keep Well, some comics get a show out of that, but I've just yeah. left well, it to Ramesh, you know. I, I think Ramesh, your mum had a word with him. <laughs> 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 he just said, okay, I'm going to bring it up again. She's very concerned. Because I remember uh, chatting to you, Paul, your childhood was, uh, well, it sounds quite uh, ideal, really. What, much of my childhood? Yeah. What, uh, if we disregard when, the when Tamil were, situation. Yeah, yeah. Well, besides that, yeah. Okay, it's a bit, pretty big part of it, but we'll <laughs> pretend like it never happened. Um, well, I lived in Scarborough. Yeah. Scarborough was lovely. Scarborough was really nice. Yeah, be- beautiful coastal town. I was back-, back there recently, actually, for Grandma Grace's birthday. It's her 100th birthday. We took her to Scarborough. And quite... F- because she's starting to lose it a little bit. She's fine. She's cogent. She can have a decent who, conversation. This is your grandmother? This is, this is my wife's grandmother, right. Grandma Grace. We took you, her to... You sc- should explain that rather than people assuming <laughs> who Grandma Grace is. She's massive in the Tamil community. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. No, I mean, I knew she, she was. Yeah, 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 there's so a statue of her like, outside Let's explain outside it for Columbus. the white guy, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh... Uh, well, basically, you know the Irish of the Sri Lankans. <laughs> basically, she thought that she'd been there for two days, but we'd only we'd only been there for one. So we got more, we got more, more, uh, more holiday for the for the money we paid. You know what I mean? Because you started to lose it a bit. But so. where does she live normally? Though she lives in uh, Methley, you know, just outside Wakefield. 
Right, and so did you go to Scarborough because that's as far as she could go at her age? Because no, it doesn't sound like a great place to take. Her. Oh no, it was fantastic. We took her to a hotel. She'd never been to one of those hotels before. She absolutely, she She'd went never been crazy. To a hotel. She'd never been to a hotel like well, I don't, she she hasn't been to many hotels, but she 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 reckons she'd never. But listen, she probably has. I mean, she's yeah. losing it a little. <laughs> she thought she was there for two days. She was there for one. She thought she'd had a walk along the beach. We just walked her from the car to the hotel, um, but she. Uh, I mean, she gets excited by fresh linen and stuff. Do you know what I mean? She, she <laughs> does. Don't we all? No, yeah. no, 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 Maybe um, the milk. The no, little, little, little bits no. of milk. Little shampoos. No. I'd never nick a shampoo. What? Mate, if you want to do that, you do that. I'm just... No, it's, a very, it's actually probably, I'm surprised at you, because that's a very Tamil thing to do. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> surprised at you. The whole community down. Always. <laughs> so, the abuse. But, but yeah, it's weird, like, um, when you're talking about people losing them, because uh, I was trying to get my mum to s- quit smoking, because she smokes about 80 cigarettes a day. Yeah. And, uh, and just, just no budging her. She's doing it. And then a friend told me that her grandmother used to smoke... 80 cigarettes a day and, she, and like she's just saying this is a really sweet story and she goes uh, she quit just like that when she was 92 and I went oh my god what method did you use she says oh she got Alzheimer's and forgot she smoked and <laughs> <laughs> swings and roundabouts isn't it <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I don't smoke hey. <laughs> So I, I don't know if I want to get to that age. But Grace has never smoked. I mean, she could, she can have a decent chat with you. She, just her concept of times getting a bit more fluid. Do you know what I mean? She's, ama- I mean, she lives on her own and she cooks food and all. It's amazing. She, she's incredible. She's a hundred years old. Mm. And yeah, that she, is and she's true. Walking around, oh, she'll so cook you a meal. She got, I mean, it's, a, it's she got a telegram. She got a telegram from the from the Queen and all that stuff. Yeah. And so what happens? What's the procedure with that? They just put it in the letterbox. You just get a card. Card comes through the post. It's not actually a telegram. It's a card. I don't know whether this is a government cutbacks. <laughs> Listen, who knows? I blame Cameron. Uh, this could be the official uh, secrets act. As yeah. Well, like <laughs> yeah. Here. So there's no, no telegram. No, there's no telegram. Have you seen the actual card itself? Get, yeah, yeah. They get a physical card with the picture of the Queen on on top, and then there's and then there's uh, her signature. But is it a printed signature? No, it looks like her signature or somebody's. Wow, that's nice. That I, I like really, her. Yeah, right. 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 As more people live beyond a hundred, it might start becoming <laughs> a bit less personal. <laughs> but yeah, because yeah, that is quite an achievement. And it's so amazing. It's is incredible. it just luck that, like, or did she uh, was she a fitness fanatic no, like yourself? She, no, she wasn't a fitness fanatic. I think it's a combination of nature and, 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 and nurture, isn't it? I mean, she 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 left at school at fourteen and came down to London to work in the in the houses, you know, to be a servant girl. So she's had a life of she's grafted all her life. Well that's why she likes to live and now that's all making Yeah, that makes sense, sense doesn't it? Yeah. And uh and she's uh Yeah, she's just a grafter. She danced for years. Not not professionally. <laughs> <laughs> but with the mates they went dancing, do you know what I mean? They yeah, went yeah, yeah. whatever. And she's she's never really drank much or smoked. And uh there we go. She's just she she touch your toes and all that. She goes, Oh, touch me toes and she'd jump she can physically touch your toes at a hundred and then get back up again. So and she's but, so she's perfect like fitness. Like, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's well, quite embarrassing. Turning up and there's this old woman touching <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. <laughs> Did she, is that when you got thrown out of the hotel? <laughs> she started touching her toes in the foyer, <laughs> nicking all the linen. But, um, so, so, like, you, but you, go, you do skiing holidays, don't you? Yeah, not with Grace. No. We don't go skiing with Grace. Although she was, she was asked to be in the jump, Channel 4. Yeah, whatever. Um, and uh, <laughs> we, uh, 
We go on skiing holidays, yeah. It's fine. It's really you know, good fun. But I just don't have you down as a skier. I like, man, I, open you, your mind, man. You look open like your you've mind. got no balance whatsoever. Come on, let it in. I, I, I'm not a great skier, but I enjoy it. I never Listen, I'd never be. I'd never thought I'd be one of those people who went skiing every year, but lo and behold, I am. It's fantastic. Yeah, well, I'm embracing you, it. Is it like a great social... Is the social good? It's mate, sort of... Yeah, well, we go with like four or five other families who live in a massive chalet and stuff, and it's just... So there's about 20-odd people. It's, it's wild. It's, it's awesome. We should, everyone should go skiing. You should are you inviting us? From, Pardon? Are you we inviting us, yeah? I'm not personally inviting us, but the slopes <laughs> yeah. are there. The slopes are a permanent invitation. The slopes are inviting us. The Alps. Do you do any adventurous stuff like that? No. But, like, you, did you play football? I used to play. Played for um, a five-a-side team, Real Madras. We played for a while, but um, just... What, 90 minutes? Well, we used to play in little to- local tournaments and stuff, but they're we weren't great. very good. They're great. Though, yeah, so it's good tournaments. fun. But, um... But I just sort of, you sort of get increasingly rubbish and then it just becomes a bit embarrassing and that. I was rubbish even as a kid at football. I tell you how rubbish I was. I I scored a goal once. One of those, you know, tap in, it hit off my leg Mm. and they chaired me around the uh, field. It's a great moment. (laughs) That was pretty, like, that's when I learned what patronising was. (laughs) (laughs) I was on YouTube. When I was a teacher, I I was a teacher and we had to, um, we used to play star versus six form game at the end of every year. And, and I knew I was rubbish, but they always struggled to get enough teachers to do the match. So they said to me, look, will you just be a sub? And I said, all right, but I don't want to come on unless I absolutely have to, right? So I, I think said, a lot of subs, that's what they say. <laughs> Even in the premiership, they go, really? What, are you sending me out for a warm-up? What's yeah. all this about? So it came to the sort of like two minutes before the end, and our star striker, Mr Palmer, PE teacher... He um, had to come off, pulled a hammy. Those games were very intense, weren't they? Because I remember playing stuff. Oh, the kids man. Five I mean, the kids just really want to kick out properly, the teachers. And they it's really, properly... F- yeah. Oh, mate, they yeah. put the boot in. Yeah, they yeah, want yeah. to take you out. <laughs> yeah, it's great, yeah? great game. Keep me back after. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. keep you back after in hospital, mate. You're going down, <laughs> son. So, um, so, so I had to go on for like two minutes. I thought, you know, two minutes, it's fine. Right. <laughs> so I... Our winger, sort of, Mr. Bagnall, another member of the PE department. You can see what's happening here. And then one chubby maths teacher has come <laughs> on as a sub, right? So he, he plays the ball across to me. It evades all the defenders. I'm, I'm stood two yards out of goal, and I start thinking, as the ball approaches me, how am I going to celebrate this? Oh, uh, fatal. Fatal. <laughs> I know. Fatal. So it just sort of comes to me, sort of bobbles, and I manage to sky it. <laughs> Like over the bar, like it, it, in a way that would have so much more difficult than to score what I did, actually, yeah. bizarrely. And just a chant of get off Ranganathan. Just, <laughs> <laughs> this is quite a hard chant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it took effort. Do you know what I, mean? well, I, want to, I want to pick you up on uh, you just said it ev- evaded the uh, defenders. Brilliant. That's never been said. I've watched so many football games, I've never heard a commentator going, well, that ball's evaded the defenders. I want to hear different kind of uses of the language of football. It really annoys me that they seem to have seven phrases and they constantly use it. But is it like, is it one of those things where you just can't help, you get this muscle memory, don't you? Like, you just fall into the trap of saying it over and over again. I I, I just, it would be nice if they were more floral, I think. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't really. And a, a, a dainty little... Pirouette well, away from danger there by. Didn't Stuart Hall used to do all that nonsense though? I re- yeah, yeah, I guess so, yeah. But when you're talking about. Uh, I, I just remembered now as well, and this isn't showing off because I am rubbish at football, mm. but I got to play at Selhurst Park. Right. Uh, where they, obviously not the full size, but they did it at the halfway line that way. But with Steve Coppel, 
Uh, oh really? And uh, it was just five side celebrity against their youth team in front of like the whole crowd. Yeah. And um, uh, I remember I, I wasn't a bad defender because I was able to kind of uh, kick, but yeah. I, I couldn't then pass the ball to mm. anyone. So Steve Cobb says to me, "So you're up front on your own, John?" I went, "Yep," and just went straight to the back. <laughs> <laughs> Played very deep, Played very bit of, deep. Bit of rotation. Because have you done anything like that, Paul? What? Football, yeah, yeah. I've done a bit of football, yeah. I've done a bit of five aside, and I played loads of football. I played Sunday league football for years, but I, I played a bit of pro celebrity five aside football a few years ago. It's quite embarrassing, actually. I was playing. I end, I wasn't famous enough to play for United, Man United. So I ended up playing for Wigan, <laughs> and uh, it was at the David Beckham Academy. It was on Sky. And we we played the first game. We played Spurs, and we and, and we won. And it was very intense, actually, because football's one of those things. A lot of a lot of comics, a lot of people want to be footballers when they're kids, don't they? Mm-hmm. So they get the chance to replicate that experience on any level. Yeah. And you're absolutely mental. So all the celebs are just going mental, myself included. And we played West Ham in the next game, and it was uh, who 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 was playing with you for Wigan? For Wigan, it was oh, it was all, it was me, Martin of Fire, who, who was a rugby guy. He wanted to play. He wanted to play for United as well. <laughs> it was basically everyone who wasn't famous enough. And just some other known. I can't, honestly can't remember. And then some ex-Wigan professionals who were, you know, pr- pretty grim. Martin F.I. was pretty... I remember, like, going to the Martin Keown testimonial and he came on. Mm. And he was, like, actually quality. Like, yeah, he's, he's, he's all right. He's, he's, he's an athlete. And we played... Um, but we played West Ham, and West Ham was all like Danny Dyer and Tamara Sane and all the uh, football... All, all of, all of, what, what's that film? The Business... Yes, all just nutty, some Danny Dyer film, nutty West Ham, and they were being really sort of arrogant and just just really boastful and sort of bullying people, and it was really winding me up. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> did you go up to them? You're really winding me up here. <laughs> well, no, no. What, what you're no, being so boastful? <laughs> no, 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 no. But what ha- what happened was the game started. We went one nil up, and then they started sort of fouling us a lot. And then I went on, and I was and I and I I got the ball, and John Munker. Ex, ex West yeah. Ham, he he just took me out. It was an awful tackle, right? And I uh, I just lost it. I got his head and started s- smacking it against the ground. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, this is on this is on telly. And then uh, and Tamara Sane, who'd been already sent off, <laughs> he came on to have a go at me, and I sort of palmed him He's off. He's a big man. Yeah, I thought I thought I thought it was just gonna I thought it was just gonna end me. Do you know? What I mean? <laughs> <laughs> he just, it, it, basically, it all went off. It all went off. Yeah. And I've, I've sort of managed to sort of get get him, sort of sidestep him, and then the fire sort of was restrained. It just all kicked off, you know. My son was there, really enjoying it. He thought it was hilarious. And my daughter was at home watching it, just just crying. Just, is Dad a bad man? I mean, it was just like, it was blokes taking it way too seriously. Going, but it was being televised. Is I mean, that it was, on YouTube then? It's on, I think up. it is on oh, YouTube, yeah. That, I think yeah. it is on YouTube. That's it's amazing. just a complete, it's just... It's quite funny looking back, but it's just embarrassing. You know? But just talking Men about and football, uh, TV, and I, I, I mentioned this to you before, Romish, with that Soccer AM when they tried that idea. And they oh, God. That was just the worst what was thing it? ever. It was so bad. It's a thing, <laughs> on Soccer AM, there's a thing called Comedian in the Cupboard. It was just oh, rubbish. it's rubbish, yeah. yeah. Oh, I've my God. It was, I didn't see you in it, but... So. Oh, mate, it was... So what, what was it again? They opened the door. And you've so got to tell a joke or something. Well, you've got to do, like, it's like... They... they, <laughs> they you're in the cupboard, and then every so often... Like, <laughs> is, is there any reason fact? for that, yeah? Well, no, what was their logic behind? There is was it, no logic. It, well, they just didn't want you messing up the production. Yeah. They just wanted to keep the comics. Comic and cupboard. I guess so. They had a cupboard, 
They thought we need some comedy. Hold on Stick a minute, this in. idea writes itself. <laughs> and it keeps that they know where the comics are, yeah. so they're not causing any trouble. This is, this is so embarrassing, right? Because I mean, the whole thing was embarrassing. Um, but um, they said to you, "We're going to call on you like four times during the show and say, Ramesh, what are you thinking about at the moment?'" <laughs> <laughs> it's awful, isn't it? Did they did they ask you what beforehand what you were going to say and stuff? Not, re- I mean, not really. They sort of th- what they said was they want they didn't want they sort of gave me some tips as to what people <laughs> previous cupboard residents had right. done that had like gone Terry, wrong. Terry Alderton. Well, Ter- Terry was I think in the Terry cupboard, was. Asked- I mean, Terry anywhere is a recipe for disaster. <laughs> but Terry in the cupboard. Well, I think they were they were a- a- annoyed because apparently um, I think it was I can't remember who it was, but one of the comics had been was obviously from London and was sort of giving it the large about Man United, oh, and they right, said okay. sort of like a Southern Red is one of the most irritating things to have on Soccer AM. So they said as long as you don't do anything like that. Then that's absolutely fine. So it's just, but it wasn't absolutely fine. That was a lie. Yeah. As long as you do that, as long as you don't do that, is absolutely fine. That's incorrect. No, no, no. But, it that, wasn't but, fine. That, but that show has got has got a really basic nonsense comedic culture, yeah. isn't it? There's no point in comics doing that show. There's no comedy in it. It's just the mob, isn't I, it? There's I no there's once. no rhyme or reason to it. I, I did it once. I was just never, don't do it. Never invited back. And what happened was. Uh, uh, David Pleasant said, uh, "Is that his name? The manager, Besant. Besant. Yeah, David yeah. Besant. Uh, he just left Palace, right? Uh, and um, and he'd uh, he just, uh, I think he started managing Nottingham Forest, and they had him on the phone. And it was three games before the end of the season, and like you know, they they're so respectful of all the football people. And I said, oh, can I ask a quick question?' And he went, yeah, and obviously not happy. And he says, uh, "It's the three more games left at Forest. Will you be staying with them till the end of the season, or will you leave them as well?'" <laughs> and, uh, and he went, oh, I'm a, I'm a very loyal manager, I'm a very loyal manager. And then you, you just see them going, well, you're never coming back. <laughs> Get him well, in the cupboard. I went, I went to see Palace later on that day, and uh, it, was, it was worth it, just a little Palace fans going, good on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's so much more important when, when the fans... Well, 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 I, so what happened to you in the cupboard, mate? What, well, what basically, I, I, I did... The first, like, I, had, I had the idea of you what got, I was going to... You got four hits. Four hits, yeah. <laughs> four bites at the big old cherry of soccer and glory. Cherry, yeah. <laughs> and so the, first, the first thing I came out was, I, I, I was talking about, um, uh, who was oh, Owen Hargreaves? Yeah. Right? yeah so yeah. I did something about Owen Hargreaves, ripped it, knocked it out of the park. Oh, brilliant, yeah. fantastic. The guy, one of the producers came and goes, mate, we're d- came into the couple, we're definitely having you back, right? <laughs> what I didn't anticipate <laughs> was that during the next three sections, I would die on my arse. <laughs> Absolutely horrendous way. I mean, it was awful. But what, what was it like? Were they good jokes? They just uh... well. The, the problem was is that I found out I was doing the show like the day before or something like that. So then you're trying to write, like knock mm, together yeah. some stuff about about you know any football issues, and it's fine. You know, fine. It wasn't rubbish, but it wasn't great. Do you know what I mean, I would have liked to at least I don't know maybe gone to a gig and like run it through. Do you know what I mean? Before yeah, yeah, yeah. before but I went. It, but it's all, it's also the pressure of the weight isn't it? it's not like a generative thing it's not like ear and you're chipping in and something's yeah. funny and it's organic it's like you've got you've done your hargreaves that went well yeah then you're back in the cupboard <laughs> you're waiting God, i hope my crawley town stuff matches you, up to that hargreaves yeah, goal and then you've got something completely <laughs> tangential to what they're on about you're completely disembodied yeah. you're literally in the cupboard you're not in the room with I, them i, I think that, i think the moment that i realized how i'd done was <laughs> when they were sort of talking at the end of the show and I was sort of looking through the window <laughs> of the door and then one of the producers snapped right the back and said, they've just asked if you couldn't look through the window, please. <laughs> <laughs> That sort of comic, gave me an idea of how I did comic comic at the window. <laughs> but but uh, I wanted to go back to. So were you injured that time with the football? No, 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 no. So I actually stayed on. Uh, Hussein got got a, got a too much ban, which is quite hard when you're in, in like a tournament. Like, in a tournament, 
Someone you else got a yellow card. You know, Danny died. It was all. It was. It was crazy. Have you was, had any sporting injuries though? I broke my wrist playing five-a-side football. Yeah, well, in two I, places. Mom, it's starting to sound like he's the troublemaker. Yeah, I know, yes. mate. Come on. Well, this one was. I, I mean, I just sort of this. This guy was really irritating me. We were playing five-a-side football, and uh, his team was was just thrashing ours. It was one of those guys that they'd, they'd be winning sort of like 7-1 or 7-0 or something. And then he'd, then he'd go, right, everyone, nil-nil. It's nil-nil. He was one of those. It's nil-nil. You know, just trying for a complete shutout. This is five. You're just playing with mates at five. Nil-nil. And I just fucking hate him. So I went in and tried to, and tried to um, Hit him with just the smash rest. him. Just smash him. But he was built like teak. You know, sometimes when you... It's like, it's like trying to shoulder barge a cabinet or something. And I smashed my hand against him. And, and it broke... But, it, 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 did, it did my hand back. I played on for like 10 minutes. Yeah, you were well done, right? yeah, yeah. But I went back. It gets better. Because I went back and, and, and my, my wife was on the phone. I said, oh, oh my hand's really hurting. And I, and I said, uh, can you bring me some peas from the, uh, from the fridge? Oh, Grace. Yeah, oh, Grace, whatever. <laughs> and she said, uh, I thought it was your hand, uh, not your legs. So I had to go and get the peas myself to like ease my, <laughs> ease my thing. The next, the next day, the next day, I drove to Huddersfield from London with one arm. I couldn't use, and I, I was yeah. just holding the hand sort of pathetically, because I just thought it was bruised. I went to hospital, and it was it was broken in two places, and I had to have a cast. So I took a picture of the cast and sent it to my wife, and said, "All I wanted was some peas." <laughs> it's classic. Oh, yeah. I've still got that now. It's great. You have got it in the locker, haven't you? I just smash up uh, go karting. Uh, All right, yeah. I love go-karting. Dangerous. Go-karting yeah. is dangerous. But it was, it was an indoor track where I hit the chicane. Because the, the steering wheel just wouldn't move. So I, w- I was full speed. I wasn't mm. like... Mm. Tumbled four times, uh, the whole thing. And, like, obviously properly... But isn't that really difficult to do? Yeah, yeah. That's what, but it was at such speed, like, it, yeah. it hit that, so then it tumbled right. And then, like, they kind of lifted me upwards, and the guy went, uh, do you want to continue the race? I go, no. <laughs> yeah, just being close to death. <laughs> yeah, happy to be alive, man. But, the, but I, I, just, I didn't break in, but loads of sprains and like yeah. really winded as well. Yeah. And I just get help me get out of the car. <laughs> so and dangerous. That, but, the, but then the weird thing is, I I, could, I had to drive home and, be on the car, <laughs> and I was like really stiff. Have you, yeah. have you had any sport injuries? I, I, I once, uh, when I was at school, uh, I did the high jump and missed the mat and, concu- and got concussion. As a teacher? <laughs> no, as a, as, a, as a student. And then I just... Were we were that, that, that good? That well, high. I, <laughs> high you missed the mat. I just sort of, just cleared it. And then, like, um, I f- was unconscious for a bit. And then I woke up. And, like, just to see my PE teacher just looking, like, absolutely shitting himself. Like, he just positioned yeah, the mat yeah, in the wrong place. Classic, <laughs> classic healthy safety nightmare, isn't it? Position yeah. the mat in the correct area. That's yeah. sort of rule one. Yeah. Well, we've got, um, because we were talking to Simon Larson's in the travel expo. I think we've, we've, Sri Lanka's all right to go to now. Yeah. Uh, South Africa, uh, as long as you go, you know a guy from Lincoln. Yeah. Uh, and uh, pretty much Ireland's trouble free. Uh, so, um, Simon, where would you advise people not to go this year? Well, uh, Kiev at the moment is uh, high risk. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Thanks very much for coming. I really appreciate your time. Ramesh, have you got anything to plug? Uh, just my ongoing career. Please support me. I've got children. Have you got a website or anything? Oh, yeah. RamashRanganathan.co.uk. And what happens on that? Uh, I update it sporadically and usually I'm apologising because I haven't put my dates up on there. That's, you can check out all that kind of gold. Yeah. <laughs> if you're interested in intermittent updates uh, and out-of-date gig uh, information, please do check out the website. Bit of history. And, Paul, you've got your website. 
You Why know I, I haven't got my website going at the moment. I'm oh, sorry, is that still down? I didn't know that. <laughs> it's not down. It, what it does on my website it links you to some kind of Chinese PPI <laughs> It's like it's like someone said to me like about a month ago, what's happened to your website? I don't know, and I keyed into it and it's just all in Chinese and it's PPI. <laughs> so it's like some Chinese but it's just I don't know what's happened, but if you're interested so, if you're Chinese, that's how, obviously my demographic. How the show's going with that lovely uh, advertise? Yeah, it's, well the show's going fine. I mean I'm not touring. Once I've got touring, then I'll have, to, I'll have to address that scenario. But at the moment, I find it quite quite <laughs> funny. Listen, Paul, honestly, thank you so much for coming in. I really appreciate that you've been thank you. Cheers, thank you. Under the Radar with Sean Hughes. I've got a website as well. Work out what it is. Uh, it's fairly obvious. Uh, thanks so much for listening. <laughs>